Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards-Johnson. Ned, something we're very, very excited about is tomorrow morning being the official, official broadcast partner of the Winter Solstice Nude Charity Swim here in Canberra. Often people would say that radio uh, comes with its disadvantages of you can't see us, uh, it's not as ten- uh, necessarily as engaging as watching something on your screen or whatever, but tomorrow is actually the only time that it's way better than being on TV because you can't see it. We can't broadcast it, they can't film it because a bunch of people are getting in the nude. In the nutty for charity, exactly. they're going to be diving into the waters of Lake Burley Griffin at around about quarter past seven tomorrow morning. So we're mm. talking peak cold. Mm-hmm. Or how cold it was the year legitimately probably an hour ago. Can I quickly say to you that I, as excited as I am about uh, being the official broadcast partner, I also don't know if I'm ready to see this many people in this much pain because it is the yeah. coldest morning this morning in 37 years. Yeah, I'm really worried about the delay button that we have whenever anyone, whenever anyone swears um, do we get seven seconds of free air before we have to cut it off um how is it not seven seconds of collective f words mm, the mm-hmm, whole, mm. by hundreds of people collectively going in minus seven degree water we're gonna find all of this out tomorrow morning yeah. as the official broadcast <laughs> partner we're gonna take a thermometer down there and work out the temperature of the water we're gonna do all the same sort of stuff you'd see at the cricket obviously. bringing you the coverage you need we are doing that but it's all for a very important cause. 100% of public donations going directly to Lifeline Canberra to play a role in the amazing work they do. Look, being serious for a quick second, the uh, we are having a mental health crisis at 100%. the moment post-COVID. People are feeling a whole lot of ways, and the work that Lifeline does, particularly in the Canberra community, has never been more essential. So this is raising great money, well-needed funds. Wintersolsticeswim.com is where you go if you'd like to register to be involved or to donate. But somebody who is diving into the waters is friend of the show. His name's Josh. He's also a Lifeline ambassador. You've probably seen him around town many, many times. You're going to see a lot more of him around town tomorrow <laughs> because he's taking part in the nude charity swim. Good morning, Joshy. Good morning. How are we, yeah, Good, thanks, Doing mate. well, mate. Look, uh, we wanted to have a chat to you this morning because we've heard uh, through the grapevine that you are going to be doing this winter solstice swim tomorrow morning. Is that correct? Yeah, but definitely I will be doing it. Yeah. Now, look, this <laughs> this is something that you are obviously now probably starting to really consider given how cold it is at the moment. Mate, it, it, right now I'm standing in the middle of a car park mm. and I am contemplating everything. Yeah, <laughs> contemplating <laughs> everything. <laughs> how you got to these decisions, yeah. why your car yeah, can't yeah, heat well, itself well, before you get out there. Yeah, everything. It's, it, it, it's not the best of situations to get naked on the best of days in public and mm. at minus five you know it just makes things a tad smaller and worse I'd say it's like josh is <laughs> getting so yeah. worse josh is getting so existential he's like why have we been using fossil fuels why have we why as a society have we been doing this that's how fast spread this is temperatures were never meant yeah. to get this cold yeah, so what's why happening? why did we decide to not use solar uh so josh i know that people at lifeline are very very excited that you're going to be a part of this yeah but what what is what is the reasoning for you wanting to be a part of the solstice swim? Oh, look, to be honest with you, um, you know, I've been a part of the Lifeline family as an ambassador now for nearly uh, six years. So, um, life, the Lifeline um, crew there, um, they, they, they hold a very special place in my heart, and and you know, they're amazing volunteers do amazing work, and um, you know, those crisis support guys that are there twenty four seven answering those calls for those who are just in, in in desperate need of help and just 
someone to listen to, you know. Um, you boys have been in that and seen firsthand, you know, how hard these um, these amazing volunteers work. So, you know, for me to um, suck it up and, and shrink for, for 30 seconds is probably um, nothing compared to what these guys go through. It's, it's actually a very, very good point, mate, because they are obviously doing the hard yards there on the crisis support front lines every single day, uh, $26 every single call. It, that's how much it takes to answer each one. Uh, and the training, all of that, that's where those that money goes because these people volunteer their time, which is the most incredible thing on top of all of it. But this is a very short window, this swim that's the other mm. part of this that we're learning you guys don't actually go for like a good a good swim around the jetty or anything dip, you're yeah. allowed to go in and get straight out how long do you anticipate staying in the waters of lake billy griffin for <laughs> Mate, if i can get me big toe in and get out as quick as i can mm. uh, but unfortunately i've been told that I'll, i've got to at least go to waist deep so waist deep um, and that's yeah and that's and that's just to um that's just to keep everyone's eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah, I do. I, like, I think uh, it's yeah. so they can get a photo and go. Look, everybody did this. Yeah, we need yeah. everybody in there yeah. until where everything's covered. And they need your bits below the water so they can actually take a photo, Josh. So you need to get at least that far. <laughs> that's in. what I. That's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah. right. I also like how much Josh is prefacing how much he's going to shrink. Like you, you're getting in ahead of the bad press. You're like, hey guys, I look. There's going to be some major shrinkage. I understand how cold it is. I just, I don't want to be judged on my worst day. Yeah, <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> Boys, it's bad on a good day. <laughs> okay, we're getting we're getting some honesty here this morning, which is what we were hoping for from our correspondent, yeah. who's going to be essentially our test dummy. Uh, Josh, thanks so much for the chat this morning, mate. We're going to be having more talks to you tomorrow. You are going to be our eyes and ears, our first-hand yes. experience of exactly what the waters of Lake Billy Griffin would feel like, oh, I don't know, just as a litmus test, say, this morning, because it's going to be exactly the same tomorrow morning. Joshy, thank you, mate. Thanks, boys. Have a good day. Josh. We're sort of going a little over the top, I think, with something, um, scientists are at least, because they've discovered a chemical way to make all of our lives a little easier. But I think our lives, when it comes to this specific problem, are essentially as easy as they can get. They're already pretty cruisy. Um, maybe not a couple of years ago, but right now, 100%. Um, rats. Do you... What's your... Who, what? Tell me your favourite rat. Do you have a favourite rat? Um, I'd Remy? Pro- I'd probably say that Radis the Rat is my favourite rat. That's a pretty from good From Feral yeah. TV. I, I, I enjoyed his antics. But then Rizzo from The Muppets is also mm. great. So. I, would say, I would say it would... Because they've also... Oh, Nigel Ratburn, like Arthur's teacher. He was pretty cool. No, I hate Arthur. That's right. It's a long-established thing on the show. I, I disenjoyed. I disenjoyed? I... Didn't enjoy. Yeah, didn't enjoy. Didn't yeah. enjoy. Disliked or didn't Disliked enjoy? Disliked. one or the other. Didn't enjoy <laughs> Arthur, the yeah. children's TV show. You want your cake and you want to eat it too. It's, I'd say it's definitely between Rizzo the Rat, um, Radis the Rat, and Splinter from mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, but in terms of rats in real life, we are not kind to them we have and honestly fair enough they nearly killed us during the black plague they really like took a sizable chunk of us out every time you want to feel bad about the rats remember the plague remember the plague now scientists have discovered a chemical that makes rodents less aware like less wary less wily i guess dumb them dumbs them down a bit so we can catch them easier are we having trouble catching rats so we have glue traps yeah we have those little cages you can put them in and then release them outside we have a far less humane, straight up metal rat trap, me, metal and wood rat trap. Disconnect spinal cord from head. We yeah. have mm-hmm. poison. 
In terms of an animal... The poison is the one that I know that's the one most people use. Yeah. But it's also the one that I feel the least comfortable with. 100%. Me too. No, well, the, I've never used a glue trap, but glue traps to me seem like... What the, do glue traps do? Just hold their feet in place and then they just starve, starve to death. Yeah. You know, that's the worst yeah. one. And, yeah, and Poison's and, uh, better than that. It's just, a, it's just a pad of glue that you get stuck on and then every time you try and push something, like get some leverage on your head by like put your head on it and push off, then your head's stuck. That's much worse. Yeah. yeah that's so that's worse. just actual animal torture. Yeah. But don't like that one. I don't think that we need, like we, we as a species really give it to rats. So we were giving them, that's a kick while they're down. Is we that what you're saying? We don't need to make thing, them yeah. dumber. Like they are dumb and we are very much handing it to them. I don't think we need to go above and beyond to be like, really have a market on you guys. There's there's like a... I certainly think there's a thing to be said for this, of of the scientists that's announced this should be a little embarrassed. Mm. And what that scientist should be embarrassed about is that scientist was apparently on the regular being outsmarted by rats. <laughs> he was about <laughs> like, I need, by rats. I need to make them dumber. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to invent a drug that makes rats dumber because as we all know, as humans, we all have this experience, yeah. don't we, that rats constantly yeah. outsmart us. He's like, I kept going, I kept finding these tasty little green pellets on the ground and then I'd end up in a hospital for four days. I just really can't figure out this rat poison stuff. Right. So instead, I found out some other disease. I think that scientist and yeah. quite frankly, the team that developed yeah. this drug should be embarrassed. <laughs> Josh, yesterday on the show, you were complaining to me about the fact that you have to put a blanket out on the on your windscreen to prevent frost. So we've got what are we looking at at the moment? Still minus seven. Oh my god! Still minus seven. It is still minus seven. Feels like or the feels is like the feels like is at minus ten still, but the the actual temperature is minus seven. That's. It's crazy. It should be getting warmer by now. I actually cannot believe that's wild. It's minus seven at the moment. So yesterday you were like saying to me, hey, uh, I'm having to make huge accommodations to essentially keep my car drivable in the morning, put a, a towel over the windscreen so that it doesn't frost up. Had to do it again this morning. The towel over the windscreen this morning to make sure that the frost stayed off froze like I was in a goddamn Looney Tunes cartoon. Like, it was it was a sheet. Yeah. Like, I could lift it up and it stayed vertically. I'm cool. not even kidding. That's I'm not, That's not hyperbole. It literally I was like a it does sheet that. of plaster. I was yeah. like, what do, how do I fold this? <laughs> what do I do with this? <laughs> what do I do? It's kind of like a weapon now. Yeah. I essentially have... <laughs> I have tin now. Um, I said to you yesterday, I feel very bad for you. I do. I feel... Uh, you have my sympathies, but you were like, I don't want to hear it because you don't know what I'm talking about. You or really at the very don't. least, I don't want to hear your advice. This morning, well, last night I stayed at my girlfriend Sam's house who lives in Belcon and just parked in visited car parking you or whatever. parked outdoors last night? No towel. Oh. Nothing. I I woke up really early because I was going to like go and get my dog from Gungahlin this morning and bring Lenny in for the, like a cute dog day today. I spent 20 minutes scraping ice off my front windscreen. I, t- I got in my car. Here was my plan of attack, all right? Essentially, I walked out and was like, oh, crap. Like, I am so screwed. I went in, turned in, uh, got in, turned on my aircon, full blast onto the windscreen, so blasting it. Then I had, like, a maybe a, a sip of water in a drink bottle in the back seat. Mm-hmm. It's a risky move to add the water that early to the proceedings. Didn't do that first. First, mm. I, I, found, I had a, a sock in the back of my car. I just started scrubbing it to kind of, like, heat up the ice, and then that started working a little bit, put a bit of Friction. water. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting tactic. I've not heard of a thermal doing, transfer of heat. Yeah, That's doing, a, like, a heat transfer. Just hug the windshield. Exactly. Then I poured water on it, and then that kind of, like, melted it down a little bit. Then I found 
all of the COVID masks I still have left in my car and just use those to try and like just sort of like slide the ice over so it wasn't com- like completely over where I need to see. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Do, is, are you just so new to this that you don't know what I'm about to say or you didn't want to try it? Your credit card didn't come out at all to use the card to chip the ice because that is probably the most effective way to go. Okay, let me have a look in my car, in my wallet because I honestly, I was you like- worried about it snapping potentially? I, my, mm. All my cards have snapped. So I could, I don't want to use my ID or my bank yeah, card. No, important. What else important. do I have in here? Well, do you have the access card to work? Because that's I a good one. I have velocity members. Your, fo- your fob key to work oh, is a good one. Yeah. It is because it's almost it's like a thick card. And it's like a chisel almost because it's like angled. You've yeah. got to know these things. You've got to know perfect. these things. I do. Of course I have it. I got in today. Yeah, see, that's perfect. It's almost like a chisel the way it's angled. Perfect. Now yeah. I know. This is everybody out there is suffering, who parks outside, is suffering this exact dilemma this morning. Unless you've got a brand new car. Carrie's car. Oh my God. She gets in it. She turns on the heater and it just goes away in like a minute and i'm yeah, like mm, no. this is why yeah. i need a new car they couldn't have even envisioned the technology that was used for that when they made my car my car <laughs> yeah i'm not even kidding the jet that pumps out the it frozen over i couldn't pump, i couldn't <laughs> pump water onto the windshield this morning because it had frozen over that's like when you're like i need a pair of scissors to open this pair of scissors yeah, that's yeah. it it's like ah, um, so mad i need to squirt water yeah. into the jet that squirts water what happens when the problem is the question what? <laughs> Struggles are plenty this morning at minus seven degrees. You have our sympathies. I did say that you're not allowed to talk about yeah, windscreen, ice-related dramas because you park in a garage every night, you park underground, all that sort of stuff. Have I been knighted? Let me just say. Officially. There you go. You're allowed to now. You can. And, and next time, use one of your cards. It's the quickest way to go. <laughs> Producer Michael is in the studio this morning. How are you, mate? Good. How are you? Yeah, good, thank very you. Very well, thank you, Michael. Well, actually, not very well, because fantails are going away. Mm. Fantails are being Sorry? discontinued. Yes, correct. The Australian classic staple of a... Um, a Hollywood lolly. Caramel. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's what they are. That's yeah. what they've always been to me. Fantails, to me, taste like crap. And Why? the only thing that I've found interesting about them is the Hollywood trivia that they have on them. See, fantails are the only thing that make chocolate to me barely passable. What do you think, Michael? I didn't mind a fantail. I always found the caramel a bit too hard. Too no, chewy. I love too it. chewy. Get I stuck in the it. teeth. Awful. It just slightly less, mm. and it would have been yep. perfect. You okay. got, it was kind of a bit like Minty's on a road trip. You had to hold the fantail in your hand for a little bit to sort of soften it. So yeah. Get all, yeah. Mm. All right. It is gross. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I hated yeah. them. <laughs> oh, good riddance to bad rubbish. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Sorry, after 93 good years, goodbyes, that's yeah. goodbye, good luck. Oft, it's yeah. not often that you say good riddance to bad rubbish to a 93-year-old, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I am to fantails. You've made your feelings towards fantails very clear. Um, I think that one of the biggest things that we're going to miss from fantails is obviously the fantails. Like yeah, the, 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 the stories trivia. on them. Agreed. Because I used to get... I used to get annoyed by how quickly they'd give it away and then just, like, try to essentially make up for their mistake by making the second clue way harder than the first. Mm. But then they've already given away the first clue where it's like, this celebrity's name sounds like Bis Vremworth. Is it Chris Hemsworth, fantail? Well, hang on, let me get to the second thing. <laughs> he was actually born on the 2nd of March, 1941. <laughs> I was like, what the... God, he looks great. Yeah, yeah looks I was going to say, he looks great, great for 80-something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, anyway, I would like to see, because uh, you said you hated them, but you said the only part of the fantail you enjoyed was the fantail. 
Would you like to do a best of three fan tales? Just to celebrate. Oh, yes, I would. But before we're going to going out the window, well, before we do this, can mm. I ask one question? Yep. Do we think this is a publicity stunt? Do you think they're going away and coming oh, back? Shape style? We've been had. I think it depends on the next 24 hours of reactions. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If most people are the good riddance to bad rubbish, yeah. no, they'll go away permanently. <laughs> God, that's going to suck, doesn't it? If you're like, I'm out of here. And then everyone's like, right, see ya. Yeah. Like, oh, I actually wasn't going. I, I was okay. trying to drum up support. Yeah, whoopsie daisy. Anyway. I was hoping that Win- Minties would have yeah. gone but that's not just me. I cannot dissect that. Here we Did go. You say, <laughs> sorry, actually, no, I didn't no, no, go no, no, into my no, no, brain no, no. correctly. Did you say you hope Minties would be gone? Yeah, instead of Fantails. <laughs> you are an idiot. <laughs> I'm an absolute idiot. That is such a stupid thing to say. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> oh, Hollywood time. Born on the 28th of the 5th, 1968. This is what I mean. Her role as a mechanic on Neighbours established... Oh, Carly Ferris, well, well, I didn't get a chance. Well done, Michael. And then the next one is nine albums and two greatest hit compilations followed that, uh, followed that while she made history. Rapper. Yeah, she's up to yeah. 16. Nice work. Yeah. Nice work. Wow. That's awesome. Michael knew that impressive. off the dome as well. That's very impressive. Who am I? Born February 3rd in Sydney, Australia. She is an actress, writer, and stand-up comedian. She trained in Australia's ATYP and is acclaimed... Josh, and- yes? Is it Rebel Wilson? It is. Oh, there we go. Good. Thank you very much, everybody. And Appreciate now, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true, one all. This is exciting. Okay, yeah, nice work, everybody. It's down to the wire. Oh, you realise I'm going to have to read out the fan tale. You've given me the... <laughs> Who am I? Ned. Born? <laughs> well, Thank you very much. Josh no, 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 no. Okay, sorry. Born in Melbourne in 1968. He is a natural comedian and became popular amongst his classmates for doing comedic impressions of his teachers. In 1997, he made his film debut in a movie I don't even... I think if I tell you the movie, you'll get it. But then it also says he went on to star in The Hulk, Troy, Josh. Star oh, Trek, Eric Banner, and voiced... The uh, the character Anchor in Finding Nemo is yeah, also Banner. known yeah. for his charity mm-hmm. work. Yeah, thank you very much, everybody. It is Eric Banner. I've won. Yes. I've won. Yes, yes, yes. I've yes, won yes. tickets to Hollywood on the Gold Coast. <laughs> Movie World yeah. tickets up for grabs. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> I was going to say, are you just now taking yourself? We're not giving you those tickets. Are you just taking yourself to the movie? Uh, Can I just say quickly, the only thing I'm going to miss about Fantails, you know, when I made that joke when Ned was like, who am I? And I'm yeah. like, Ned. Yeah. I used to do that all the time to my dad in the it car. Was good gear. It's good yeah, gear. Yeah, I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss that. That's all I'm going to miss. <laughs> but Ned, uh, yesterday I was on my way into Civic to get a haircut. Of all things, you um, do, I was actually—I keep forgetting to bring it up, but I did notice you got a haircut. Affy's back. Affy's back. He said to say hello to you. I don't think he meant on the radio, but I love Affy, and he's back at True Fitton Hill. So I've seen him. Well, I guess not now because you saw him yesterday. But mm. I've saw—I saw him far more recently than you did. Yes. As a matter of fact, he was like, "Where the hell's Josh?" But he's been on holidays. So yeah, that's yeah, right. He did. Yeah, no one's been on holidays. For a while, but he's back. <laughs> no um, one's seen him. He's he's disappeared into the mountains once again. The thing I love about Affy too—he always has an awesome haircut. Every time I see him, he's got a yeah. different. He's a barber, so you must try different haircuts. Yeah. His current one looks great. Do you think it would be better or like it'd be good or bad to be a barber where you're like can cut your own hair in the way that you would like, but then also you don't, can't get mad at anyone? You're like, nah, I stuffed that up. Yeah, I don't know if he cuts his own hair. I think it's very hard to do. I think it would do. be very hard to do. But I also know my friend. If anyone could do it, though, I'd say it's Affy. So, yeah. Ned, the thing here is I yesterday was on the way into Civic and got stuck at the one of the 85 different traffic lights that lead towards the Canberra Centre. Mm. As I was stuck there, a ute pulled up next to me 
and somebody was gestating wildly outside the window. <laughs> yeah, okay. And all they were doing was waving at me. Yeah. Like just waving like I knew them. And then I looked over, looked confused, and then the uh, the young young lady doing the waving proceeded to giggle, look back inside the car, and then the whole car started giggling. Mm. And I went, oh, what's wrong with my car? Mm. Oh, I'm not. Why do I? What? As I drove off, noticed they were pee platers, which made me go, oh, well, what am I, a loser? Do I, am I not cool? Am I not, am I not with it? Am I, what's... What's going on? By then the way, I, the last question answered the first two. Yeah, and then I had the, the I'm not with it. Yeah, yeah, am I not with it? Answers, am I not cool? Am I a loser? <laughs> yeah, you've answered your own question. I then started to have the very, very egotistical thought of maybe they- You've rec- been recognized. Maybe they know that I'm like, I, I do the radio show or whatever. Yeah. No, because they did the waving thing to the car in front of me at the next set of lights. And did the same laugh reaction. This to me sounds like just a, a game of pee players are playing of like how many got how many who can I get to wave at me? So this is what I wanted to say. It's a twofold thing. Mm. I used to do this when I was a teenager. Wave at strangers in the car and think it was hilarious. It's not funny. No. I don't know why we do it. I used to do it. So the second I saw them doing it to someone else, it immediately it stopped being about me mm. and I totally understood what was happening. And I was like, well, this is just them being stupid and goofy and parents aren't watching them and oh, oh, I've got a car. Oh, I'm a part of society. Weird. Why is that a joke? You've, yes, you're driving your car. You've got your car. You're in, you've got your peas. No one's in the car with you. You've got your friends. Why is just waving at strangers funny? Yeah, I don't understand it either because, yeah, it's not. It's like, hey, I interacted with a stranger. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, yep, that's for life. Tell you what, because you're not with it, as you said before, as we very much covered, uh, I know how to deal with this. 100% strike rate of how to fix this problem. Please do tell me. Um, the second anyone under the age of, let's say 20, okay, mm-hmm. second they start doing something that annoys you, do this. Get your phone and just hold it up. <laughs> Because you, you will not like you're f- filming them. Find a yeah. brave 19 year old who is willing to be a moron on in front TikTok, of yes. a camera that's filming yes. them, and then go like, get your phone out if you want to add a little bit of flair to it. Go do that. Do the first part again. Do oh, it again. Oh yeah. No 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 that no 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 no. That's really funny, dude. Do the first part again. I'm filming now. Do it again. Oh my god. Do it again. God. Look at me when you do it as well. That's perfect. That is. Yeah. That is bulletproof. That is tremendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually nullifies the next part of this whole thing that I was going to say. Why do a bunch of 17-year-olds still have the ability for even a split second yeah. to make me go, oh, what's, what am I doing? What's, mm. what's going on? That doesn't <laughs> yeah. leave your body. Yeah, that, do, too- that does not leave your body. You've given them too much yeah, power. Yeah, they always have it, though. <laughs> Josh, I could not be more on board with the story I'm about to tell you. Mary Simmons of Ohio, America. As opposed to Ohio, Brazil. As opposed to, oh, hi how are you doing today? <laughs> good, good. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she has a house mascot that she's got out the front of her house. Um, I It's a very weird line, like your front lawn, because it's sort of a part of the street. And then at the same time, if you own your house, entirely your property. Yeah. You can decide to do with it whatever the hell you would like to do. It's like the display window for your house. Correct. You know? You can put stuff in there. It's your choice, yeah. but other people can see it. Exactly right. Now, she has a house mascot that's nine foot f- tall out the front that's of her house. Tall. It's incredibly tall. And it's also incredibly, like, it's not, it's, it divides opinion. No one is seeing this and is like, I have no opinion on this. You either love it or you hate it. Um, this house mascot's name is Phil. 
She dresses it up for different seasons. Like when it's hot out, she puts on a big Hawaiian shirt, some sunglasses and stuff. Can uh, I guess what Phil is? Uh, sure. Yeah, is go. Phil like a nine foot tall like pig? No, but good guess. Okay. Animal based. Um bit more horror themed but during like like a uh, christmas she'll put like a santa hat on him he's a nine foot tall werewolf nah that's that, silly that is out the front of her house apparently the entire street but one lady according to ohio news hate it hates the wolf they'd like take it down at one point like she, for the fourth of july in america which is like i don't know just a day for them to celebrate america she's put it in like a american flag shirt yeah which looks hilarious but i can also understand why if you lived on this street you'd be like no enough no mary stop Phil okay. the werewolf needs to come down it's a nine foot so i'm six foot one so one and a half of you yeah okay that's, that's tall too as hell tall for a wolf would you like to see a photo of phil yeah, please show yeah. me yeah so if this Describe it to the listener. Yeah, please do, because Phil's incredible. I love Phil. This is his Fourth of July. Oh my God, get up. he's staunch. Yeah, he like he's actually standing yeah. a little bit forward with his arms. He's out. like, what he's, was that? He's ready, to, he's ready to eat someone out the front of a nightclub. That's he's what like, it looks like. Someone wants to take me down, do they? Let's see them try. So um, yeah, that's too tall. Can I? Can I say though? I don't know if I'd care. I don't think I. Well, no, I personally would love it. But you yeah. love it. I don't. I think I'd be indifferent unless maybe if I was a house on either side. Yeah. Because you can't take a nice photo of your house anymore because everyone's just going to be talking about the <laughs> werewolf in the front yard of the house next door. But it does take a lot of the pressure off your front yard. Good point too. You don't have to have like a well maintained yeah. whipper snippered lined up front lawn. This is a nine foot tall werewolf <laughs> yeah. next door. Phil the werewolf is really the talking point of the street. I would say I would largely be okay with this. The only thing that would probably get my goat, um, apart from any, like, I don't know, hate stuff or anything like that, but if it was actually something goofy like this, the only thing I could see myself getting angry about if I live next door to somebody is, like, something that gave off light. So if you're in your front front lounge room just trying to watch TV and the giant flashing thing next door was constantly going off, I'd be annoyed at that. Yeah, if they installed, like, red lights in in the werewolf's eyes that stared at you all night, you'd be like, please take this down, Mary. My friend used to live across from Gungala Marketplace, and that Kmart sign, it makes their whole lounge room, like, blue and red. Yeah, (laughs) when I I walk through Civic and the kingpin lights up, I forget what time of day it is. It could be middle of the night, and I'm like, oh, right, midday, oh. So that, that is probably where I draw the line. Something that actually admitted light. But I will say that this lady, who's just said that everybody in the street has a problem except for one person. One lady loves it, apparently. She's like, I love Phil. Phil's great. I want this lady to be president. I don't know anything about her, but she has tolerance, yeah. patience, and honestly, it seems like she's worrying about the right stuff. Because yeah. like, ultimately, this doesn't affect anyone at all. Her name's Haley, and she says, I love seeing it dressed up for the occasion. Haley so, for president. Haley That's what for I say. president. Yeah. <laughs> Today is World Giraffe Day, which is exciting. Um, we have a strict policy on this show of two things. We don't talk about dreams because unless someone's naked in them or you're in them, mm. uh, they're like boring. It's Who like, cares? It's the old saying. It's like, it's like photos, other people's photos. Unless, unless you're be- in them or, or unless someone's naked. Who don't cares? Wanna, don't want to hear about it. Same exactly. thing with dreams. So we've got that rule. But we also don't talk about like talk like a pirate day or national pizza day or yeah so we have a very strict rule about that because every day is something and companies gimmick it up today like I've, the laziest one i saw was like international pepsi day i'm like that's why just, that yeah. is just a company going today's our day just buy more of our product today guys, please guys, yeah. buy more of our product if today it, if it doesn't bother you guys too much go out and buy as much of our product as you can but today's a little bit of an exception because there are three, well, there are four competing days in our little list that we've got here. Uh, one of them is World Giraffe Day. The other three, 
Well, I'm just going to read them to you, right? Okay. Today is International Yoga Day. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people doing yoga in the morning. I'd be. St- I'm not this morning, probably. Today is International Make Music Day. That's dumb. Today is also Go Skateboarding Day. <laughs> so not even skateboarding is in like you can appreciate. You can appreciate. Go it. skateboarding yes. day. So if you're like 70 and you used to love skateboarding, you can't enjoy today. Get you, out there. No, no, no. It's like oh, I can't really kickflip anymore. It's like granddad, unless you're on a skateboard, unless you're doing tray flips, granddad, don't worry about Get it. Get out there or shut up yeah, about it. Exactly. The point I would like to make is they are three. Tasks now. Yeah. International Yoga Day. You might want to do some downward dog at some point. Go skateboarding day. Now I have to go skateboarding. And international make music. That's probably the most egregious one. Yeah, international make, make music. I don't know how to. Yeah. Skip it a bap bap Is that what you want? Is no, that well, it? I, with, with instruments? That's we, scatting, technically, I guess. You're, that's kind of it, isn't it? Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Have I just. That's. I've made music. You give me a beat. Boom, boom, boom. No, boom, yeah, boom, oh, okay, good. Boom. Yeah, yeah, keep going. We've done it. Okay, good. Get, get a okay, skateboard yeah, down yeah. here. Well, um, that one is actually going to be harder for us to do. Leg up in the air. I've yeah. done some yoga. Great. Yeah. Right. The point is, don't have all of your days that require us to do activities on the same day. No, it should have been like, go, ride a skateboard day and mm. enjoy a cookie day. Yep. Enjoy. It's like, have a nap. And make some music day. Well, just spread these out. Go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with the three of them. So yeah. we have activities for the whole week. That's good fun. Now exactly we know right. what we're going to be doing, but it's not going to it's not going to make us furious to have to do all of them on the one day. Because what's the novelty day for tomorrow? Hmm? What's like the novelty day? I'm looking up what's it going to be not, for I tomorrow. Do not know. I get this list daily. National Cherry Tart Day is tomorrow. Could get around a cherry tart. Really? Mm. I thought I'm like get rid of. Let's get rid of that one. <laughs> custard tarts, obviously top tier. That's yeah, where you. That's where you want to be. I don't know what the, when, when's that day. When's Custard Tart Day? When is Custard Tart Day? Oh, National American Eagle Day. See, there's some good days coming up, so we need to spread them out. Figure out what are the best days. National Vanilla Milkshake Day was yesterday. Well, stop being a complete coward, and I'm talking to the people at the National Zoo and Aquarium, (laughs) and combine all four of these. Yeah. And have international yoga while on a skateboard, while making music, and have a giraffe be the one that I'm talking about. Seems a little dangerous. World Giraffe Day. Put it on a skateboard, get it to do some yoga, and put a kazoo up its nose. There you go, done. Ned, mm. I'm very, very excited at the moment. It's a great time to be a Batman fan because we've got Batman coming out of the wazoo as Michael Keaton has returned as the Cape Crusader for the first time in nearly 30 years. As the uh, millennial teens of today's age would say, uh, as Batman fans, we're eating good. Yeah, we are. We um, are most certainly eating good. And Michael Keaton hasn't been because he's trim. He looks fantastic. Yeah, no, he's, he's been slimmed e- right down. He's been eating well. Yeah. Not good, I would say. Um, <laughs> I've seen the new flag. It is phenomenal. Really, really enjoyed the movie. Michael Keaton's great in it. He is 71 years old. That's wild to me because he does a bit in the movie. And he looks great. Like, he still looks great in the suit. It shows you how impressive the bat suit is, that he still looks that good in it at 71 years old. A hundred percent. I am very excited because my partner Carrie has a son. He's nine. Well, she has two, mm. but one of them is nine. Yeah. The, the other one's seven. We've decided it might be a little too scary for him, so he's not going to come to the movies and watch it. It could just be a little too intense, I think. Yeah. But the nine-year-old and I are going to go watch The Flash tomorrow. Um, there's been some research that's had to be done to get him across The Flash. Namely, we watched the 89 Batman on Sunday night. Yeah, and I was there for that, and it was a 
Honestly, fantastic. Did he really? He seemed like he really, really he enjoyed it. He did enjoy it. Yeah, he said it was a bit weird, is what he said. Yeah. That, was his, that was his review, mainly probably because there's no computerized effects in it at all. Yeah. I, honestly, I agree. It is very weird. To see, I, my review of it is it just never feels like two guys having a fight. No. It, the Joker and Batman just feel like two guys in their 30s who are mad at each other. Just scrapping it yeah, out. Just, just yeah, just having a biff sometimes. I... <laughs> I think that the thing that I wasn't prepared for, though, was how much he didn't care about Michael Keaton being Batman. He just doesn't have any context for it. It's worse than that. And this is this is the problem I wanted to bring to the show this morning. In his lifetime, mm. so he's nine, in his lifetime, I think just barely, Christian Bale has been Batman. 2012 was God. when it came out. Okay, sorry. Jeez, you knew where I was going with this. Very good. Um so, no, not in his lifetime, but kind of. The year he was born, I think. Yeah, so this is, there's been Christian Bale has been Batman. Ben Affleck has been Batman. Oh, yeah. Robert Pattinson has been Batman. To an extent, Will Arnett has been Batman. Yeah, I was going to say, there is like that cu- kid in Gotham. He was a grown-up version yeah. of him. He was Batman. Yeah. There are too many Batman. He does not care that Michael Keaton's coming back as Batman because he's already seen 15 different Batmans. I will say, this is probably the only time in history where there is like five or six concurrent, like because technically Keaton's back as Batman. Yep. So what have we got? Batfleck, Keaton, Batman. Robert Will Pattinson. R- Robert, uh, yeah, Robert Pattinson. And that's kind of it, because Christian Bale's not Batman anymore. But he was. But his movies bit. are still very, very popular. I, There's too many Batman. Yeah. And, and when we were kids, there would be one at a time. Yes, it, was like yeah. James, it was like James Bond. There wasn't a, a James Bond spin-off universe where there was a young James Bond no. and an old James Bond. There was James Bond. But that was what Batman used to be like. And now we have 25 Batman, and I can't get this kid excited about going to see Michael Keaton in a new movie. Batman used to be like the king or the queen. There that, was one. And then you would get another one, and then you would get another one, you would get another one. Now it's the royal family. It's like, all right, who's Matt, Harry and Megan and Will? I don't blame him for not being as invested as you and I were. If you sit down and think to yourself, are there too many superhero movies? If you're a movie executive and a lot of a lot of movies being shot in Canberra over yeah. the next couple of years, if you're a movie executive that just happens to live here and you're asking yourself the question, is the market oversaturated? Do me a favour, mm. ask a nine-year-old who Batman is. <laughs> <laughs> That's your answer. <laughs> Producer Michael is in the studio with us. How's it going this morning, mate? Good boys, how are we? Very well, thank you. Now, look, this is a big morning this morning in terms of the world that is uh, Hit 104.7 mm. because today we woke up. I actually woke up to it because I'm on the mailing list for Frontier Touring. It happened at 2 a.m. this morning. Very rude to announce mm. and like what they're announcing at that time for us. Well, uh, they announced the rest of the, she announced the rest of the tour oh, for the rest of the world at the same time. Right. Uh, so we were just included. Yeah, yeah, well, there we go. Taylor Swift is coming to Australia February next year. Tickets are going on sale Jan- uh, July, June. Yeah. June. Yeah, cool. I'm going to be very clear about this. June 30th. There's a bunch of pre-sales and all that sort of stuff, but the general tickets go on sale June 30th. Look in for more details. Producer Michael, mm-hmm. as I said, you're joining us in the studio. A couple of things have already happened in your life, haven't they? One very yeah. stereotypical, and one is you breaking bad news to people. Yeah, well, I'll start with the first one. I got I, Since this has happened, mm-hmm. uh, I've gotten messages as my friends and family have woken up to mm-hmm. said news. Uh, asking, so would you by any chance want to come to Just, Taylor yep. Swift? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, and, um, had to break the news that I don't know if I gave wrong impressions yes, or something. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Taylor Swift fine. Yeah. Not enough 
to battle other Swifties yeah. to see her. And I think I think it's big of you because I think in these scenarios too, when people are diehard fans of someone mm. and you're just a, oh yeah, yeah okay. she, she exists, and you she's should fine. get yeah. out of the way and let the diehard fans get yeah. access to the tickets. There's a great saying that I love that's perfect for this right now. It's like I thought I cared about Taylor Swift until I met someone who cared yeah. about Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> and that's that- I feel like what you will come across if you try and buy tickets. Let yeah. that person, yeah. the hypothetical one we're talking about now, let them get the tickets. Yeah, they really care mm-hmm. about Taylor Swift. Yeah. There are people who are game planning how they're going to do this with the pre-sales yeah. Yeah. and the general on-sales and all of that sort of stuff. And you, um, well, you, you've you encountered somebody with that going on already, our newsreader, yeah. Hannah, and you've yeah. already... <laughs> Michael. Michael's like the Grinch this morning. He's like You're ruining Christmas... One. Ruining uh, Christmas morning for everyone. I was I, I was playing the position of a realist, mm. um, <laughs> and I had to let Hannah know because she was very excited. She was talking about how she Taylor's in the headlines mm. and everything like that. And I had to say, look, you know, five shows, three in Sydney, two in Melbourne. There's and they're all in a, co- a co- uh, like they're all in stadiums, MCG, and of course, huge stadiums. Stadium. So eighty thousand minimum. Uh, attendance mm. for sure. Yeah, each night you're, you're looking at the MCG one being closer to 100. Yes, yes. So I let Hannah know that, like, I mean, it's going to be a, a fight to get tickets, obviously, for everyone in Australia. But then I also let her know that <laughs> you think about how all... much pride you're taking in recalling this story. Mm, a little bit makes mm. me a little worried about. Like, <laughs> he's enjoying. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. one of those things that I hate to tell oh, you, but he does. Yeah. He loves it. He actually loves to tell you. <laughs> oh, I'm so so sorry. No, he's not. No, no, he's not. no he's he is not. It, look, I just said to her, so he's, it's an extra thing to think about. Yeah. <laughs> you suck, Michael. <laughs> and the extra thing to think about is... Think about all the Americans who didn't get Taylor <laughs> Swift tickets and the Ticketmaster crash of last year and how it's insanely expensive to get tickets to her American shows, how much cheaper it will be mm. for Americans... Just to come over to Australia. So for you're trying shows. to say to Swifties, Aussie Swifties, be ready to battle potential American Swifties that are cashed up and would make the trip to Australia because they missed out on tickets to their North American tour. I'm saying Swifties, watch out! It might be Australia versus the world. I yeah. think it might be <laughs> yeah. because people went to Sweden to yeah. see yeah, Taylor the, Swift. Yeah, yeah, and Beyonce and all these people. That's what they do because also at a point that uh, Ned gave to me earlier as well, the exchange rate. Is, how, oh my god! How okay. terrible the Australian dollar is. Right how now. much is it? Because they're usually the same price range. So like it's the same as like Harry Styles. How much would a Taylor Swift concert? Let's just go with cost? just go with the number. Yeah, let's go with the three hundred. Three hundred, great. Yeah. If you're an Australian person, that's three hundred dollars. If you are from the US, that's just over, and I mean three dollars over, two hundred bucks. Mm. So you're getting $100 yeah. off your ticket just for paying it with the money that you have. Cost of living, <laughs> cost of living, um, buying power. It's, it doesn't, it's not a perfect one for one. I get what Ned's saying. But the, the real thing here that upsets me, if you're a Taylor Swift fan, I've just taken a quick look, flights aren't as much as you'd like them to be. Mm. <laughs> They're not bad, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Prices for flights and, aren't too bad. And again, you essentially have gold if you yeah, have US you dollars. Do US dollars. <laughs> yeah, American, um, American airlines aren't yeah. too bad. <laughs> I ju- like I said... Just an extra thing to think about if you're a Swift. <laughs> you player. are the Grinch. You're this a devious, is no, devious man. I'm a realist. You are, this I is, am you a are realist. The, you are the Taylor Swift Grinch. That's what you are. You're trying to ruin Taylor Swift Christmas. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. For region workers, compensation specialists, Malaganas, Edwards Johnson, Canberra's Hit 104.7.